Tonight's episode is brought to you by Click Gaming, a freelance esports tournament company based out of Oklahoma. If you're located in the U.S. and need esports services, this is the ultimate gaming company for you. Contact Johnny Weaver at icychiller at att.net. That's I-C-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. On this episode of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Not tonight. He rolls out. He throws it to the end zone. Touchdown! SpongeBob SquarePants? Oh my god, it's the end of Earth! But first, I'm going to celebrate my 20th anniversary. And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. And that's right, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast, episode 97. Oh, yeah. I'm Clinton Stanley. I'm here with... Rai Rai. Yeah. And... Huntsman 420. Yeah, blazing all the time, baby. It's because he's a cook. It's because you're it's because you're a cook. It's because you're a cook. That's what you do. You rebrand it. You show some pictures of your character with like some cooking fires and stuff, you know. Blazing, boom. Steaks and potatoes, boom. Yeah, always on that green. It's Uh my birthday. Yeah. Hey, today is my anniversary. Yeah, eight year anniversary. Right, I just took it right out of my mouth. <laughs> That's what she Happy said. Happy anniversary, uh, buddy. Uh, Cal, Cal, oh, I see what you how many doing. How many years have you been happily married? Uh, eight years. No, I eight. said happily. Oh. Mm. <laughs> just messing with you. You don't have to say that on here. No, you're good. Eight I'm years, good. bro. Come on now. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm just yeah. messing with you. He's got yeah. a good marriage. We're not lying. We're not hiding things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cal Rip. <laughs> just as awkward as it can I'm, be. I'm <laughs> perfect. And then I'm over here reading this guy's uh, chat name in Twitch. Um, what is it? Cal Richardson? Cal, Cal, Cal Rip New Butt. Cal Rip New Butt. Oh, nice. Says, I like uh, it. Will one of you be my father? No. Um, of course. Says, I mean, we are your daddy. You it's can, delirious dads. You can. I'm not yes. claiming us. We're group fathers. We, we are do daddy. <laughs> we're co we co parent. Yeah, we are go. daddy. Like it's one. We like we're legion. We, yeah. we there you go. Yeah, he says guy in the red looks most like me. Well, if you're a sexy son of a gun, then sure. You know, <laughs> He's like, Dad? Wilkins, he must have missed the beginning of the of the podcast. <laughs> Dad, <sighs> goodness, uh, goodness. Yeah, it's okay. I can take it because it's episode ninety-seven. It's a new year. Okay, we got past the New Year episode where we talked about all the things we loved about 2020, but we're done with 2020. We're moving on to 2021 mm-hmm. here. Where and, things uh, are not different at all. It's just the numbers changed. <laughs> just a little bit busier, I would yeah. I would say. It's like, yeah. um, I can't take much more busy, but we've been playing some video games, guys, and I bet you'll guess what we've been playing. Never guess, I should say. Yeah, that's right. We're playing an Overwatch. old game, Overwatch, <laughs> bringing you hard-hitting games 
that you know you can't wait till it releases. Oh no, you're talking about Overwatch. Yep, we are. Mm-hmm. Hey, people still love Overwatch. It's got a huge following. Big and there's a new Overwatch on its way. Yeah, yeah, heck yeah. I'm not a big fan, but I like you know. We're stretching out our esports wings. Hey, at least Hunter's giving it a shot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He does like it. He's just not ready to switch from Warzone. He's he's started. Clint's always doing the switch on us. I'll play this a lot longer than I'll play Daisy. Hey, I sure. offered to play Warzone yeah. the other night, and uh, Lurk Gaming they wanted to play Overwatch, so that's what we did. Okay, okay, I'm cool. putting that on them. Lurk Gaming, okay, that's Justin, you know, aka Brazzy TV. Uh, yeah, that's know, a free I plug. I know this guy. Sorry, I didn't know by they went by that name. Yeah, that's yeah. their team. That's their. Because I only I only watch my favorite one stream all the time. Oh, hmm. huh. I bet we can't guess who that is. Anyway, this is awkward. Let's move on to the game news. We're bringing gaming news this week, and we're also going to be bringing free games. Ryan's got that covered for us. He's our deal maker. Oh, yeah. So that's what we got planned for you. And if you don't like that, well, then uh, you better just keep staying in the podcast because we're entertaining, and you're going to enjoy it. So that's all I can say. But is there anything else you guys want to say before we move on to news? Um, I did like the the intro video. I've seen it a thousand times probably, but this time I was just like really intently watching it. Mm-hmm. And I just thought to myself, if I saw this somewhere, I would check it out. Oh, yeah. It's a good yeah. video. Yeah. You did a great job on it. It's beautiful. Also, we're we're professional uh, brand and company here. Yeah. I got to dabble this last week in the PS5. Ooh, oh, that's right. We need to talk about that tonight. So that we'll just make that part of the news segment. If you're cool with that, it just sounds good. Because we need to, we need to discuss that for sure. Okay. Well, Ryan, is there anything else you wanted to mention before we head on into the news? Everything that's on my mind is not allowed on this podcast. So let's head on. All right. Sweet. Sounds good. guys and it's time for the leaks for the geeks okay according to ryan we're like china and uh we're gonna bring it to you straight okay so (laughs) nothing straight about it uh we're bringing no i just meant i just meant this is a family-friendly show and the things on my mind tonight are less family-friendly you know dads have less family-friendly thoughts we just don't talk about them on the show that's all well we just on the podcast, we don't want your, you know, three, four-year-old be like, "Mom, what yeah. is blah blah blah," you know. Yeah. Now, if yeah, you're yeah. watching it, our gaming, a... if you're watching our gaming streams, you're screwed. So just right. let you know right yeah. away. We don't get too dark compared to some people, but we're darker than this. You know, we go from like PG to PG thirteen. It gets dangerous. You'll, yeah, you'll hear me say "freaking" a couple times. Oh, watch uh, your I mouth. think we, I think we've heard you say more than that, bro. Come on. Come I don't on. think so. Come on. Lots of sexual innuendos because that's just a guy thing. You know, just laugh. But we're all married, so we're talking about within the realm of the confines of marriage. So it's mm-hmm. all good, you know. Yep. Yep. Okay. So let's get right to it. Hunter, you never even told me how many news stories you got. So here we go. Um, um all the same ready? ones you have, Clint. All the same ones you have. Oh, it could be, couldn't it? Just a I only got about sixteen, <laughs> but I can Chop it down to 14 since I'm talking about the PlayStation. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this will only be a two-hour podcast day, guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. for you. 
All right, well, bring it to us, Hunter. I'm going first. Okay. All right. Well, I was going to first talk about... I have three, and I, I think I'll just get rid of one. Sorry. I'll, I'll get rid of one and talk about the PlayStation instead. So I'll have two well, news articles. I, I, I do want to let you know I got I got a couple that are like shorter. So don't worry about okay. me going long. We'll just see. <laughs> Call of Duty Warzone and Black Ops Cold War are adding a new operator. Ooh. And the operator is wielding a giant sledgehammer. Mm. So the newest operator of the Call of Duty Warzone and Black Ops Cold War has arrived. It's- and he brings a hammer. The new operator, Wyatt Bulldozer Jones, is an American Marine who was born in 1955. He's aligned with the uh, NATO fraction, and his blood type is O plus, O positive, is the correct term to say, in case you were wondering. I don't know why they have to go into such detail, but that's, I guess, character character building. Mm -hmm. That's a little Um, sus, but yeah. You can purchase Bulldozer through the eight-item bundle, that also includes various items and extras, the most notable of which is a giant sledgehammer. The heavy-handed legendary blueprint is a combat sledgehammer that features a rubber grip and the words knock knock written on the side of mm. the business end of the hammer itself. Mm. As you might have guessed, the hammer is the centerpiece of Bulldozer's finishing move, which is called the hammer uppercut. You can see it in action. Um, through the video below if you want to access the video I'm talking about. It's on GameSpot under the article about um, our buddy Sled... or what was his name? Bulldozer. Wyatt, Wyatt Bulldozer Sledgehammer guy. Mm-hmm. Knock, knock. So, yeah, that's... that's uh... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was like, wow, thanks, guys. I got two questions. One, you may not be able to answer. And two, <laughs> Ryan will answer. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. What was my first question? Now I got to think about it for a minute. Because when your dad, you know, it was the one that that Hunter might not be able to answer. Bing. Go. Yeah. Okay. So, is this guy? So this guy is technically a real person in real life. Like, was a real marine and all that. That's the one Hunter might not be able to answer because it doesn't say it. Are you, are you asking me if they did this character based on a real Marine in real yeah, life? This is yeah, real because guy. some of the story is based off real stories. That's why he's okay. asking. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay. 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 That's what I want to make sure of first. There's nothing on here that it was based after. A real character. A real, yep. real character. And then okay. number, number two, non-gaming related, why do they call it the business end of the sledgehammer? Because it's the end you do business with. Is it though? Right. It's not that. Well, you you handle the business from the handle, but the business is on the other end. The other end where you're smacked. Because if you take that off, you're not going to drive any nails or crack any cement or whatever you're trying to do with your hammer, no matter what size it is. I think I thought of an opposite. See, so that's where I'm at tonight. Okay. I was like, why would he hit the door with the handle? I want to know. I want to let you guys know where my mind went right from the beginning, which was. This seems unfair because usually the different operators and characters and skins have no effect on your gameplay other than like if you have sniper gear, right? So you're mm-hmm. hidden more. Um, so then I started thinking, what, this guy just goes around sledgehammering people? Like nobody else has a different melee weapon than a knife, right? Unless I'm crazy. But then I thought, I guess it doesn't matter because a knife in Call of Duty is always instant death. So I'm sure sled, sledgehammers, instant there death. There actually is a couple different... Um 
melees that you can use. Oh, are there? I just there's didn't realize. Knife. There's a, I think there's a shovel. Maybe not in this one. I know um, there's different finishing moves. Is that kind of what you're talking about? I, I know they came up with the little katana like, type deals. There's two katanas oh, really? you can have as a Ooh. melee weapon. Shows so, how much I know. I never get close enough to melee anybody. So I think that they all do probably the same damage, so you're not... I don't are they all if, instant death like knifing used to be? Used to, if you knife somebody, they're dead. I don't know. Is it a weapon in Warzone? Are those allowed in Warzone? Yeah, I've seen I've seen Justin have them. Okay, Going back there you to go. Again. I'm sorry, no, I'm not trying to crush on Justin, but yeah, you are. He, yeah. Plays, he plays the most Warzone. Um, it's, pro- it's probably yeah, instant death. I mean, that's how all your other melee weapons have been in Call of Duty. That forever. Would be the, that would be the only way it'd be worth it because you're at a massive Justin, disadvantage as far as tell distance. us in the comments. Yeah, you can't have one guy with a knife and one guy with a sledgehammer. No, you know no. what I mean? Yeah, it'd be all bad. Right. Okay. That's what that's what first struck me, and then I was like, wait, no, they don't do that. All I'm okay. saying, whether it's a one shot kill or a two shot kill, I'm pretty sure they keep all the melee weapons. It's the same. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, when it comes to the business end of Microsoft's COVID efforts. Uh, from now on until the end of the year, U.S. Xbox players who do- donate their Microsoft rewards towards the effort to contain and stamp out COVID-19 will have their donations matched by Microsoft. Hmm. So there you go, guys. Get you some, some extra rewards. Good old Bill Gates, Mr. Population Control. We'll see what happens with that money. <clears throat> and now through the end of the year. Yeah, so it's now through the end of the year. So 2021, I was just repeating the same thought. Um, you're going to get those donations. All right. That's all I got on Microsoft, guys. Nice. Okay. I told you that one was short and fast, bro. <clears throat> well, my next thing here is different. Okay. Um, and it's actually what I was talking about in the opener about SpongeBob SquarePants catching a touchdown. Okay. Uh, because Madden 21 teases a crossover with SpongeBob. And hmm. it says Madden 21 teases crossover with SpongeBob, and it's not as strange as you think. Um, a teaser from Madden's NFL Twitter account today asks fans, Are you ready? Attached to the, uh, to the tweet is an image of SpongeBob's face and the date January 7th. This is okay. presumably when all will be revealed about the strange Madden 21 campaign. Hmm. Um, SpongeBob's yeah. going to be a new mascot. <laughs> yeah, it was previously announced that CBS Sports and Nickelodeon, which are owned by the same company, are teaming up for a special NFL playoff broadcast. The hmm. Sunday's wild card game between the Chicago Bears and the New Orleans Saints will be broadcasted on Nickelodeon. Isn't that crazy? That is. Yeah. And the televised event will include a variety of Nickelodeon-themed events. Nickelodeon stars Gabrielle Green, all that she's an all-that character, will be in the booth alongside a play caller to give her insight. That sounds really interesting to me. (laughs) (laughs) While another all-that actor, uh, Lex Lumpkin, will be on the sideline as a sideline reporter. The broadcast kicks off with a SpongeBob Sports Pants countdown special. That's crazy. This I didn't even know all that still existed. All that. Talking about they are all that. that. Yeah. They're also going to have NFL star Vaughn Miller recounting some of SpongeBob's most favorite sports moments. Wow. Oh, wow. So it's going to be um, all SpongeBob voice. It's going to be great. 
Yeah, so, it, and then it goes on to give you, again, I'm on GameSpot if you want to look this up and you can see some different videos they have on here. It shows a, a glimpse of what the broadcast might look like. And they've got some different things like uh, the field goal nets that catch the ball is SpongeBob. Mm. Uh, but, I mean, that's that's super. Um, well, you know, says, SpongeBob has always been connected to football anyway. Because okay. the, vo- the, the voice actor of Patrick Starfish Right. was also an actor in the old 90s show called Coach. I don't know if you guys remember that. He used to come on late at night. Yep. He played the assistant coach. I think it was for like the Minnesota, some Minnesota football team. But it was just a mm-hmm. super, super, That super one guy does remember much, Bob. The, ma- the main coach is the dad from, uh, uh, what do you call it, Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. 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 Um... A little history for you, Hunter. They said at halftime they're going to do a teaser for some SpongeBob episode or TV shows or something. Um, but for me, I'm like, if you want to do an epic football mashup for SpongeBob, you need to recreate the most epic episode ever, and that's when they do the Super Bowl halftime show. That'd mm-hmm. be interesting. Yeah, remember that where they raise up out of the ground that little bubble. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do, 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 yep. Do. Yeah, they need to they need to somehow do that. That'd be That'd sick. Be sweet. You mean you don't want more crotch grabbing this year? <laughs> no, I'm good. Oh, okay. But yeah, for me, you know, even more surprising than them matching this up with an actual NFL game is how they're gonna incorporate it in um Madden. But if 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 Madden is anything like it used to be and mm-hmm they stay on the same path. It's probably just going to be an exhibition game that you can play that has the Nickelodeon stuff in it. Yeah. Like they're going to have on the, the real TV. So mm-hmm. wonder if they'll, wonder they if they release all this. Creative. Well, if they do all this stuff, they could put like stuff up in the stands and things, you know, some billboards, mm-hmm. what, what have you a little shout out to Brazi TV. We didn't forget about oh. you. We're just doing a podcast. On Madden, they 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 actually have people in their stands, Clinton, because COVID doesn't exist in the world of Madden. But oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Has not has not hit them. What if next year's version is just all car no, cardboard no cutouts, little masks? Oh my for the gosh, players. I think they're horrible. I think they're trying to keep it happy. So are they? Are you sure? Well, they could have incorporated that in twenty one, probably pretty. I mean, easily. That'd be pretty slick, have... though. Imagine what collector's item that'd be—the one Madden game where they're wearing masks and you know. Mm-hmm. There's that. like one person per every eight rows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's all that I got for the SpongeBob one. Um, and then we can talk a little PS5. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, I'll burn through my next three. Then you're saying that's it. That's all you got. You're finished. That's all I got. I got. I got something that might go along with it a little bit. But okay. we'll see where I'm at time wise, and let me know. Okay. Um. So Ryan's favorite guy, Bill Gates. Is not going to be happy about this news. Minecraft Earth, the alternate reality mobile game where players could recreate the feeling of playing Minecraft in the real world, will shut down at the end of June due to COVID-19. It says here, Minecraft, uh, the official statement from Minecraft website reads, Minecraft Earth was designed around free movement and collaborative play, two things that have become near impossible in the current global situation. As a result, we have made a difficult decision to reallocate our resources to other areas that provide value to the Minecraft community and to end support of the Minecraft Earth uh, Minecraft Earth in June 
2021. Um, ahead of the game shutting down, though, this summer, uh, Microsoft has unveiled a series of updates to make these last months as fun as possible. Um, so here's what they're they're doing here. Uh, they're removing real money transactions. They're drastically reducing uh, Ruby costs. Um, okay. They're including all completed, unreleased content in the pipeline. So hmm. you'll probably even get some unfinished stuff. Uh, reduces time. They're reducing the time requirements for crafting and smelting, replacing unused crafting and smelting boosts with radius boosts of the same level. Uh, they're granting a set of character creator items for players who sign in between now and June 30th. And Microsoft will cease all content and service support for Minecraft Earth on June 30th, which means you will not be able to play the game or download the game any longer. And mm. um, that's it. That's all you got from Microsoft on that end. I didn't, I think maybe we mentioned Minecraft Earth, but I've never tried it, played it, didn't really. It was off no. the radar, I guess. We've never checked it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I heard of Pokemon Go. I knew of the Walking Dead one. I didn't know about this one. So, so Minecraft was an augmented reality Minecraft where you build within the real world. Uh, I believe so. That's. Um, I thought you were that saying other. that it was like a game. That well, that makes sense for why they'd cancel it. That's what mm-hmm. I was just thinking when you said that. The first when you said it, I thought, oh, it's a game where you can travel around the globe, and there's actual landmarks and things like that oh, to where you yeah. can build within the game. Mm-hmm. But now it sounds more like, cause why would you cancel that? Right. 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 So yeah. now with what you're saying, it does kind of sound more like a, you build within your own world. I didn't mm-hmm. even know that existed. Yeah. That would have so. been a lot of fun. So I'm kind of mm. a little mad that I never tried it. So Claire's been asking me oh. about Minecraft. She wants to learn how to play. I think the only thing sad about that is that if there is people who've had it and invested money into it already. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they even, said they're not going to close it. Right. No, they're shutting it down. Yeah, they're shutting it completely down after after uh, June 30th. And they said they closed to... off all microtransactions. Well, if my homie's on there already and has already done microtransactions, sucks to be him. Well, let if me, you paid for the game, they shouldn't be able to just close it down. It sounded like they just weren't going to put anything else into it. No more resources. No, it says here you won't be able to play or download the game any longer. So it sounds oh, like they're they shutting down servers and everything. It's, it's got to be a free game then. There's no way they do that and not return people money. Yeah, I'm sure it's free, and then you just buy all your transactions. Right, that's what I'm saying. But if somebody got on there and did transactions. That's true. But, I mean, we buy video games in the past, and then they're like, oh, new console, can't play it anymore. Well, but you can play it. (laughs) Well, if you keep the If you have the console and you keep the game, you can play it. All right, Mr. Devil's Advocate over there. I'm just saying it would suck to sink money into something that you could just no longer play at all. Oh, that's how I'm going to feel whenever, if if and when WoW's servers close. Yeah. Old Clint's going to have a rough day. A lot of time, money put in that game. That's like, yeah, <laughs> the thought makes you want to vomit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. Uh, next on the list, boys, Elder Scrolls 6. We've got a little bit of a tr- teaser. Um, if you're on the Twitch here, over on Twitter over the holidays, um, Bethesda released a... Uh, a picture which has caused uh, speculation amongst the fan community. Um, in the picture, you will see a map of Skyrim. Okay, so two candles, two candles are located on or near Skyrim itself. One is placed above the map on a book, which of course has people talking about Starfield. 
since it takes place in space. Uh, the third candle is placed beyond Skyrim's borders to the southwest, just underneath the label for Hammerfell. Um, this is the home of the Red Guards, and uh, now people are just going nuts because they're like, well, is Elder Scrolls Six going to be in Hammerfell? Um, hmm. So, yeah, they say here that, you know, so far we know that um, details have been scarce with um, Bethesda on their new game. We, we know they're working on it, but that's all we know. So, anyway, a little bit of speculation for you guys. Um, I will tell you, I've done some more research on Skyrim. Uh, you guys, if you guys have been listening, we talked about, or not Skyrim, uh, Elder Scrolls Online. We talked about that a few episodes ago mm-hmm. and maybe jumping into playing it. Uh, it looks good. I mean, it looks like they've really brought a lot of updates and are continuing to expand and seems like release after release, they're building a better fan base rather than losing it. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. So I'm kind of intrigued. I remember looking at it a while back and going, hmm, maybe. And then when I watched some stuff on it the other day, I was like, yeah, that looks like something I think we'd have some fun with for sure. I did jump back in and play like a couple hours of wow with Clint. <laughs> he did uh, over the holiday break. But, but then everybody ended up wanting to play Overwatch, but uh, I am I am wanting to kind of try that again and see if I can get into it or Elder Scrolls uh, Online if we play together. But yeah, so I think it'd be a good idea because then all of these things that come out end up going into the Elder Scrolls universe. Right. So I guess that map would be available on there too, whatever comes out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting to see what's coming for that for sure. I did pull up a video on um, the Minecraft world or uh-huh. Minecraft Earth. It is an augmented reality type deal. Uh, looks like there's some massive builds and stuff like that that people have done that you can go look at other people's builds in oh, real life. You know what I mean? Oh, that's um, cool. But it was released right before 2020, like, sept- oh. like September 19. And Man. so really, it's probably was just like, wow, no worse timing than that. So that's no, why they're... Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you, you know the creator of that's just like heartbroken. Just right. ready to retire yeah man that is really rough that sucks well ryan's talking about elder scrolls he mentioned wow we gotta talk about runescape guys so the iconic fantasy mmo runescape celebrated its 20 year anniversary uh on january 4th and developer jagx will roll out some nostalgic events throughout the year as part of the quote one of the game's most con- most content-rich years ever. Just blows me away. But, I mean, WoW's 15, so what, what am I talking mm-hmm. about over here? Uh, mm-hmm. Ru- RuneScape is getting a new event called the Grand Party, um, and it features beloved NPCs like the random, uh, the random event Sandwich Lady and the party hat-wearing wise old man. I think I've seen him before in some videos. Uh, Grand Party will dish out a suite of buffs as well as an anniversary cape and outfit. More anniversary content will arrive throughout the year as part of the four-part quest line, Once Upon a Time, which Jagex describes as a celebratory romp through RuneScape's past, present, and a glimpse of its future. This will start Mm -hmm. on January 25th and will run alongside the Elder Gods arc planned um for the year so nice there you go uh says jagex will also uh release some anniversary merch and for the headliner uh it's a gold vinyl pressing 
for 24 hand-picked RuneScape songs, including the one and only Sea Shanty 2. Additional comics. Uh, additionally, comic publish- publisher Dark Horse is partnering with the studio for an illustrated history of the game's first two decades. So, nice. There you go. Justin, uh, in the chat, did you play RuneScape? Were you a RuneScape guy? I don't, I think I remember you being at my house and playing before. That was, I used to go over to my cousin's house and watch him play for hours. I mean, we just stay up all night. RuneScape is, uh, one of those things to where every time I've met somebody who's deeply into RuneScape, it's kind of like a bang against World of Warcraft. Like, you're World of Warcraft or you're this. It's not something where people do both. Is that, am I wrong on that? I don't know. Well, I mean, my cousin didn't play well. So. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I felt like, uh, and I may be speaking out of turn here. I felt like RuneScape was like your your cheaper. I'm a kid. I'm younger. I can't afford WoW. I'm gonna play that. That's yeah, how that's I always perceive it. Yeah. So yeah. so I think that was kind of like, oh, we can't afford WoW. Dad won't pay for my WoW bill. I'm playing RuneScape. Mm-hmm. That was a okay. little. There was a little surge there of games that you just got on and made an account for free, and you got to play it. You know what I'm saying like even flash games at that time you could go on huge. And save. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could save some some you know some uh, data on some of those certain- I remember we had a class called computer science class, which makes no sense because there's no science going on in computer science class, but that's what they <laughs> call it. And then you're supposed <laughs> you to be learning play. how to type and do different things and all we did is play games. That's- yeah, but why, you guys did, why didn't they just call it type Adventure or? Quest? Do you remember the game Adventure Quest? Uh, no. 2D scroller, and you were a guy, and you got in fight. You you fought monsters, and you could level up as you went. I think that I I think that that. came after us, Ryan. This was big. This was big during the flash play section. So if you could get away with it without your teacher seeing, you played stick death. Stick death was huge at that time. All the different and there was yeah, there's a bunch of different stick death games that had come out. Stick death. We played Um, mother load. Mother load was another good one. Yeah. Um. And then you played the sim. The simulators were first getting big, so we played, you know, Mario and some of those kind of games uh, at the time. And nice, then so I, you had I an emulator say, on the on the school PC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, it wasn't an emulator. It was just Mario on Flash. Flash, like okay. you just played online. Oh, it was yep. old school. Was it old school Mario? Is that what it was? Yeah, old, okay. old school Mario. Yep. That's and funny. then I remember also playing like the, trying to play like some games that were like, you know, Stick Death was risky because it was death. But then there were some other games that were like semi-sexual. Yeah, yeah, that we'd be trying to sneak mm-hmm. in and play, and those were big on the Flash stuff. I got like you. that game, we talked about it on here once when we were doing a Easter egg or pull my leg, or does that game exist? And mm-hmm. it was like a sperm game, and you're racing to get to the egg. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. To like stay alive shooting through this tunnel. Yeah. I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin says he never played RuneScape, doesn't even know what I'm talking about. Uh, you're a liar. Up, I remember Jay. you playing it Look in my it room. Up. There would have been no Rear. one else playing it. Escape. <laughs> He was playing. All it. Justin cares about is when are we wrapping up and streaming Overwatch? Yep. Get over it, Justin. Clint is working overtime for the next three months, and he's not going to play any video games because it's just like Christmas season. He said, "Boom." I don't, Same. I, I don't know if I said it was. Wow! Now you're putting words in my mouth, Ryan. I don't know if I. <laughs> I don't know if I said I'd never play for three months. I'm not that dedicated. I might just be a little bit tired. Mm-hmm. Anywho, the question is: Are we playing tonight when we're done? Uh, that's that's a good question. We'll have to see what so time we wrap it it's up. It's on the line. It's on the line, Justin. We don't know. It's on the line. <laughs> yeah. All right, Hunter. I'm done with my news. 
tell us about your Christmas miracle, the PlayStation 5. Christmas miracle. Mm -hmm. Well, one of my um, brother-in-laws has the PS5, and while I was there, I got to mess around with it for a little bit. But first, I just wanted to pass this last little short short news thing here. And um, it's really... I want you guys to guess this this analyst he predicted which console will sell the best in 2021. Um I already and know so I just to hear what you guys think out of the two or out of all consoles of or all consoles PS5, Xbox Series X, uh, IS um and Nintendo Switch. Oh, I think Ooh. Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I'm thinking Nintendo Switch as well. Well, which you guys because are because it, the other two are limited supply, and yeah. the Switch is the cheaper, cheaper go. Well, not just because it's cheaper. We also have so many kids at home more right now, mm-hmm. and more family units that are home right now than ever. So I think the Switch is going to play into that more because there's going to be stay-at-home dads or stay-at-home moms or stuff like that that are just like losing their mind, and instead of having to come up with something else to play with their kids, they can play something like the Switch. And they're not going to be getting much of their own game time, you know, because mm-hmm. schedules are just different. People are worn out right now. So that's listen, where my, my mind said, yeah, I think listen so. to this take on it because he's not really in either of your boats there. Mm, um, really? So this is the beginning of a new year. And with that in mind, um, GI Biz, I don't know if I said that right, it's GI.biz, polled a number of video game analysts to ask for their predictions for gaming in the year to come. One surveyed analyst uh, was Matt uh, Piscatella. I think I said that right. Um, of the NPD group, one of his predictions is that the Nintendo Switch, not the newer, more powerful PS5 or Xbox Series XS consoles, will sell the most units in 2021. Despite the launch of the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series consoles, it will be the Nintendo Switch that ends up selling the most Uh, In 2021, he said, there are rumors swirling that Nintendo may release a beefier pro variant of the Nintendo Switch, Hmm. regardless of whether or not that comes to fruition. uh, Piscatello said he sees a bright future for the Switch in 2021. I will go a step further and suggest the Switch having a big sales year in 2021 will be driven by the content and promotional efforts rather than the release of new uh, of the new model, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so he just thinks that Nintendo's going to do their job and pull it out of a hat, I guess, which mm-hmm. I agree. I think, like you guys said, it's family-orientated, and, um, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like it is something that families would be quicker to buy. And like you said, who knows? It's a better price point. It's mobile, right? Yeah. It's, it, it, here's the thing. I think if, you're, if your question was, are single console, console households, what are they going to buy most? I wouldn't say Switch, right? But the problem is, if you're an Xbox household, you still buy a Switch if you get the extra money. And if you're a PlayStation household, you still buy a Switch. And then there's single console households that buy Switches. There's not so many households that buy Xbox and PlayStation, but there's a lot that buy Xbox and Switch, PlayStation Mm -hmm. and Switch. So my mind says, is Switch going to be the most profitable? No, I don't think so. I don't think they're going to make the most money. But I think as for units sold, yes, I think that they're going to sell more of them. Yeah. 
Well, I will say I don't have a PS5 or an Xbox Series, but I do have a Switch. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. And and think of this. If you hadn't pulled the trigger when you did, seeing a pro version of the Switch, you've been thinking about you're on the edge of, I'd like to get something for my family and me to play together. The mm-hmm. pro sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I might take yeah. the bite on that if the, if the pro comes out. Well, anyways, I know you guys are anticipating this little review I have for the PS5. Um, yeah. And so here it's like, I'm not going to give it. <laughs> so I was super excited. Um, when I walked in uh, to my brother-in-law's living room, there was in all of its glory, beautiful white. He had it laying down. It wasn't sitting up, but it was still, it's a bigger console than you ever expect. I know you yeah. guys have probably seen one in person, maybe like the model at target or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a beefy dude. So, um, yeah, so I was excited. We sat down. I played primarily Astro's Playroom because I wanted um, to get the feel for that controller. And if you don't know what Astro's Playroom is, is that it's it's a showcase for that controller, basically. Okay. Uh, you know, Every time PlayStation is released in the past couple of years, it comes with a playroom, some type of robot playroom that you can mess around. Um, Little mini games and stuff like, like that. Yeah, it's what they like to call a throwaway game because it's free. Mm-hmm. Not you play it for just a little bit and it's done. Um, this is not the same. This game was excellent. It, mm. I played through it uh, while I was there. Um, and it is a good game. I would play it again. I would play it again. I'd go through and get all the achievements. It was super cool. Um, it's set up in a way that you're in. Basically, it looks like you're inside of the PlayStation and you're going through like the, you know, the graphics card and the seat, you know, the, the the fan and the CPU and stuff like that, like are different levels that you go mm. through and it showcases different parts of the, the um, vibration, you know, in the, in the controller. So okay. um, all along the way, you're collecting what they call artifacts. And these artifacts are old school PlayStation things old, like the original PlayStation mm. all the way up until the current PlayStation, just all okay. kinds of stuff. Um, you know, like uh PSP, um, old remotes, mm-hmm. uh, create just a bunch of crazy old things. But you, you're collecting all these; these are all collectibles. But this controller, guys, is amazing. It's it's just it's different, and and you 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 try to process it without feeling it and using it. You think how many different ways can something just vibrate in your hand? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's different. I, I can't um, the the levels are split up and different. You have snowy levels. You have a beach level where you're on the sand. Um, you have levels where you fly. You have mm-hmm. levels um, where you use different weapons, like an auto, a, a fully automatic uh, minigun. Then you have levels where you use a, a bow, mm-hmm. um, just different ways they can play with this uh, controller. They weren't scared to show you what they got in this. Okay. Um, and so, the very first level I played was um, the beach one. And, and when it opens up, you're on a slide. You slide down into the water and you get out on the sand. Well, when you start just right away sliding on this, it, it, was, it was wild. It, you slide down this slide, and as soon as you start sliding, I, a vibration came through that thing I've never felt before. Hmm. It was weird. It was like, whoa. Like, you know, it, it, was, it, was a, it was a little kid experiencing something that really excited him again. You know, mm-hmm. that's something that it's been a while since I felt, you know, yeah. and um, 
And so it literally, I, I can't explain it to you, but the actions that you walked out had each individualized feelings to them and your brain related it to that thing. I mm-hmm. feel like I'm sliding right now. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when you start walking on the sand, it's got a, you know, a and uh, the crunch from the sand and the snow are different. Like it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's that crazy. Like there is a difference and they, the, the way they play with your mind with that plus, um, uh, the sounds really Mm -hmm. good audio with snow Mm -hmm. crunching, sand, water, Mm -hmm. and even having, um, and I could be wrong, but there's this moment where you walk into these super strong fans that are pushing you back and you can feel it on your hands. Hmm. Like it was either the vibration they just did a trick and it made. Well, it feel I think like they did show a thing where it would blow, didn't it? Didn't mm-hmm. it have some kind of? There's two different aspects to that. When you're getting wind pushed on you, it, it has a feeling like that. Mm-hmm. There's also a mechanic in the in the game where you blow into the remote to do something. Like what? It, it makes it yeah do something. It's pretty crazy. Oh wow! Um, That's so. There's uh... like a propeller fan that you had to push by blowing into your blowing into your thing so it's super cool like they've wild. really gone out of their way um huge difference um when you're using a bow and arrow on the game super mm-hmm. cool i mean like the drawback uh, it, it's crazy how you're selling like, me right now the yep. current the current <laughs> remote right the current remotes when you use a current remote i feel like they didn't do a good job promoting it already just listening to you yeah. sounds better there's, there's not a lot of drawback when you use your triggers right i mean unless you got something sticky in your remote it goes straight yeah, down there's triggers yeah mm-hmm. but this these triggers you can have nothing whatsoever there's nothing there while you're playing the regular game you pick up that bow and you start push down oh there's pressure now oh. and it doesn't feel like this wonky like not done well pressure it feels like somebody stuck a rock behind your thing sometimes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't move it. Like I don't know how they've done this, but it's really added tension to your trigger buttons. That's um, cool. The same with guns. You know, like the some gun people probably won't like that because they want to be able to hit it fast. They don't care yeah, about. Yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't affect your speed, but you just your brain's got to used to not feeling that trigger go all the way down, right? I wonder um, if there's a way to adjust it, just like if you were like older and had some arthritis setting in, you know. I'm sure. Yeah, you can probably just turn it off, I bet, yeah. Um, it's funny because all that stuff to say, the coolest feeling in that whole game was in a trophy room. Um, in the trophy room, you could you collect coins throughout all the levels, and you go to this big like uh, claw machine type thing. It's like a slot machine, and you put your money in, and it coughs up a random ball, and then it's two, it's two robotic arms. One pulls the little, like, um, slot machine, it pops out the ball, you catch it, mm-hmm. and you crush the ball and whatever inside of it you get for your trophy room or experience points or whatever it was. I don't remember everything that it had, but um, they did the pressure motion to that. So like when the ball pops up in your hand and you go to crush it, it like it, it holds back on you and you can like feel it bouncy, struggling. Like a, like a bounce can, back kind of? Yeah, like you can feel it struggling. Like there's a struggle in the grip, and then oh. poof, it just all of a sudden goes in. Uh, and are you are you pulling the trigger? Yeah, mm. you're you're pulling the trigger to pop the ball. So as he's struggling to pop the ball, like it's 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 really putting pressure back on you. 
and then mm. all of a sudden it just goes poof, all the way in and you just pop that thing. It's so, crazy. So how, would, just, so how would that feel if uh, they do that with the VR? Because the VR is supposed to work with the PlayStation 5 if you have a headset. Right. You mean using just a regular... I don't know. For me, that's going to be weird to use that kind of remote with your VR. I think that uh, to really like immerse you in, they need to take that same technology to the... Yeah, and put it in a controller. Yeah. 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 So that would be super cool. Um, my one thing that I was a little disappointed in is that, and you know, it's just because it's such a new game. And I think that um, because it came out on the, the last gens too, but the, I did get to play a little bit of Valhalla mm-hmm. and Valhalla really didn't incorporate anything into it. Yeah. Mm. It was, like, so it was just a port over basically. There's nothing. Yeah. I, I mean, it like, there's no trigger resistance. There's no, you know, and I feel like, for that game, for Assassin's Creed, that is a huge missed opportunity. Oh yeah, um, I feel like there's so many things in that game that you can you could have done. I mean, it, and it, it, if you weren't going to use buttons, at least make my controller vibrate when I'm running through the snow, since there's so much snow in that game, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, there's just things like that, like you know, m- now that I tasted that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want, all you want all your games. I want every game to be <laughs> right. like that. And right. so, um, unfortunately, those are the only two games I got to play. Um, he had a couple other games he got for Christmas. Um, he had, you know, the new Spider-Man, which I have heard. I think that they did incorporate. I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they did put some, um, which that game was kind of to showcase the PS5. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, uh, But they have put some vibration and some tension into how you web sling in that game. Yeah, I've heard so, the same thing. Cool. Do you think um, do you think here in the beginning you're going to get maybe some games that just don't use it that much? Yeah, I do. Little? I think as this goes on um I think as this goes on uh that we will see a lot more games try to use those tricks, especially the exclusives for PlayStation. I think mm-hmm. a good RPG like an Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah. Well, you, you, well you they, need to, they need to make it where you can use that controller on PC and still have the same technology. Actually, right? I was just about to say that. They have teased that they're going to develop things on the PS or on the PC that allow you to use a PS5 remote. And Yeah, they should. Uh, okay. In fact, I just bought my buddy a PS5 remote. He doesn't have a PS5 because he's going to use it on his PC. Um, so PlayStation has a good thing having that patent on that controller now. Gives them a mm-hmm. lot of leverage in the gaming market. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think people realize that because now they can will and deal a little bit with with Microsoft and. Well, and see, Microsoft never did the VR either. Yep. You know the the Xbox One; they never went yeah, to the VR. Stay away from the peripherals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely tell. Um, obviously, that is a big part of what's going to separate PlayStation Five from Xbox is is that new um, DualSense remote. Um, but as far as other things. Um, now, does it feel more like a, a an Xbox remote because it's such a different shape to it? It is. Than, uh, okay. No, I don't. I don't think it. I, again, again, I haven't held an Xbox remote in a while, but I remember you know Xbox does feel a little more full. This one feels full, but it, it's it does feel different than a PS4. But I don't feel like I'm holding an Xbox remote. Okay, so it's hard to explain because it, it is a different design than than. You may anything. just have so much going on you don't even notice the the yeah. size of it. No, but I, I will definitely say that it does feel bigger 
than the last ones. Yeah, it's got to be uh, heavier anyway. It's not just yeah. bulkier. It's heavier, and too. it's slender. I mean, I'm, the old ones were so slender. So, mm-hmm. um, sorry, I'm looking off side because I have one right there that I'm looking at the old one. Yeah, they're um, much skinnier. But, yeah, I don't I don't feel like it's Xbox-ish. Um, the big difference you got to remember is the the sticks, right? I mean, mm-hmm. or did the, the recent Xbox bring the sticks in together, too? Or are they still no. kind of spread out more? Yeah, no, they're still catty-cornered. Yeah, see that's yeah. that's gonna be your biggest difference, but um, right. okay. But yeah, uh, graphics looks good. This game, obviously, that I played the whole weekend wasn't a realism game. It was very, but but the um, the coloring and the shading and everything was so vibrant and great. It was just, it was guys, it was such a beautiful game. Like I. For a throw, this is what gave me really a lot of hope for it and a lot of excitement. Is that is just their throwaway game to show you what they've got, basically. Mm-hmm. And they've done that they're... for years in the past, and nobody talks about it. Like mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, that's the robot game that comes with it, right? Mm-hmm. And I right. didn't even play the playroom that came with mine. I deleted it. I never even touched it. But this one was so different. It had a bunch of little Easter eggs with all like the greatest exclusives. And they were still little robot guys, but they looked like they were acting out scenes from the games just scattered mm-hmm. all over the world. And so you had, you know, like um, God of War and anything you could think of, Metagross Solid, all kinds of these, you know, Sony exclusives and stuff that have been so famous on the game. They just took a lot of time to make this a great game. And I think that's what made me happy. It wasn't just like, a, this is what our new remote can do. and Because they could have condensed it into a, yeah, into a sissy sissy fest, little 15, mini 15, 20, 15 20 minute demo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And instead they did they created something beautiful and I would definitely play through that again. It was That's so cool. cool. The different cool. elements that you can use, um, the touchpad you can use for different things. There's a part in the level where your character gets in this mega suit and it turns you into a ball. You roll around all over but instead of using your joysticks or anything, you have to use the touchpad and scroll with your thumb. And that's what rolls the ball everywhere. And so there's just really cool mechanics that they've changed to really make you use your remote. And Hmm. um, so I'm excited. I'm, I definitely am am going to grab the PS five. That's just me. I'm a, I'm a Sony guy anyway, so I probably didn't need to tell you guys that, but um, (laughs) I, I definitely, I geeked out hardcore and, you know, I haven't had, like I said, there's that feeling you get when you, you touch something like that. That's, that's new. Mm-hmm. that Not a lot of people have experienced yet mm-hmm. and that you just, I felt like a kid on Christmas. I was a kid on Christmas basically, yeah. but yeah. literally that's cool. But it, it was, it was <laughs> really cool. And now you get me excited. You're getting Ryan excited. I see a big smile mm-hmm. on his face. Shoot. Well, I think um, this is the last thought and I'm done because I could talk forever. I think the coolest thing was, is we all get amped up for new generation consoles, yada, yada, yada. But every year it seems like they come out and you're in this dead zone for, you know, maybe four to eight months where you're not really getting, there's a couple like exclusives that have come out, Mm -hmm. but that's it. And you're playing just some pretty base level stuff that's not, that exciting, but you got your new console, so you're excited for what's to come. Mm-hmm. But instantly, right out the gate, they've just given you something that just excites the hell out of you. 
Like, yeah, yeah. it's just so cool. I mean, you know, you, you're excited. You want to keep exploring in it. And, um, and that's know, still my I, biggest negative on going PS5 or Xbox is I'm probably generally buying that for maybe co-op games mm-hmm. and family games. It's all because, story stuff for me, really. Yeah, because I'm so much on PC now. When mm-hmm. we play stuff together, I'm going to be in my office playing PC. Mm-hmm. And that's just a co-op type game. Like if we jump on a game like a new Borderlands, if I had a console, I might go down there and play it on my big screen, which I'd like to do. And I'd like to have something that's, you know, that I enjoy playing that's new and looks good and all that jazz. So, Well, some yeah. of my favorite games are definitely story mode games. That's why I like PlayStation. I think they're really good at their exclusives and their story mode exclusives and um, I like. It. I just never play anything story mode anymore unless it's co-op. I just never do. I don't mm-hmm. have the time. I'm yeah. And that's probably why I'm more geared towards it. That's, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. my preference. I, I like that in sports games, and they really work for me. And yep. And I'm excited for it. So all right. Well, that's I your appreciate that. You definitely got me more excited than I should be with my financial levels that's right your now. Official <laughs> first look into the PS5. Hit me up in three months. My I don't know where I'll be, but. I'll have you, one. You'll be in Glenpool. You're not moving. Yeah. No, I mean, as far as. I know. I mess with you. <laughs> I'll have one in three months. I, I almost got one. Uh, you'll months. have one next month. What are you talking about? Yep. Yep. I can tell. I can, I can tell. It's, yep. You're going to pull it off. You're going to work a deal with the wife. Something's going to happen. Next thing you know, he's sending a picture to us with the controller. Mm-hmm. And sitting on the sitting on the seat of his tundra. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Playing it in my track. Um, yeah. Hey, by the way, Hunter, uh, Justin over on Brazi TV, he wants to know, how's the gaming chair going? That's cold. Mm-hmm, that is cold. Live. It'd, it'd be better if he wanted to show us some more, some love like he does his cousins, but you know. <laughs> All right, that's it. Ryan's getting one. You're getting one. He's like Oprah. Right. You get yeah. a chair. You get a chair. <laughs> I'll donate mine poor kids if you did. Yeah. <laughs> I really would. Well, you know, not everything in life is free, but there's some things that are free. And Ryan, you've got a list that's free. Let's yeah, it's actually out. only it's only semi-free, like we always say, because some of these are under subscription. But we're still going to go there. All right, well, let's hit it. Come on down to Freedy Farm. All games are free, half off, and 70% off the price of free. Games may include microtransactions, time gating, and in-game ads before, during, and after gameplay. No refunds will be permitted for child purchases. Not to cut you off, Ryan, but Mike wants to know over on Facebook, what are you guys getting? Well, we know Hunter's getting a PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Right now... We're trying to get better jobs. That... <laughs> <laughs> right uh, If we... If we had the money, I think we're both leaning towards PS5. Yeah, I'm leaning towards PS5. I know yeah. we have listeners who are going to you know, message me and be like, hey, bro, what about the Xbox? I get it. I would I know that, but that, contro- that controller. It's the controller and the VR. There's two things that PlayStation offers that, that Xbox does not. It's this new controller and VR. Yep. Sure, the graphics might be a little bit better on the, on the Xbox, but let's be honest. Do any of us have 240 hertz? 4K top of the line TVs. No, even the 4K TV that I have and that Clint has are older 4K TVs that are not super high refresh rate and aren't the top of the line 4K TVs. They're like 
you know, lower generation 4K TVs. And you so got to gonna... have gaming companies willing to put that much effort into 4K. Right, so are we going to see the, the, the difference graphics-wise between these two consoles? Probably not, not for a long time. And so for me, it's more of a feature thing. So that's what makes me lean towards the I new controller. Jump on that. Sorry, I only jump on that bus when it's like a, a huge difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. same for me. Yep. Hey, I did want to let you guys know on the VR end, my brother-in-law, Sean, messaged me the other day and said he tried the Oculus. I think the the wireless one, the <clears throat> Oculus 2. He yeah, said, I tried it actually he too. Said, he said, I want one. I it's want good. One yeah, I hear that. So, the, yeah, the Oculus is probably the best where it's at right now in VR. Yeah. The Quest, the Quest Two was. Uh, we were at a buddy's house a couple of weeks ago, and they had the Quest Two. One of his buddies brought it over. They were playing some game like when you move, time moves faster. But as long as you're not moving, super time slows down. Super hot. Yeah, that's what it was called. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. intense. Yeah, you know, horrible graphics, but great concept on the game. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. super cool. But that's what's cool about VR. You can play horrible graphics, and it still feels amazing. And they're still fun, right? It's yeah. Like, Whoa, exactly. I think the worse the graphics the are, the w- the less I get sick. Honestly. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, that might the be more true. Looks. Yeah, I would agree. Can't play Skyrim in that freaking thing. No, I tried at your house and I almost threw up on your floor. Well, I can't play it very long either. It's like get up on a mountain. Started Ooh. getting the sweaty palms. Oh, no, really? Getting dizzy. <laughs> yeah. That's not what gets me dizzy. The dizziness for me is when I'm trying to like run. Yeah, it's I'm like telling you what we oh. got to do is have another time with Hunter over, pop some Dramamine, and see what happens. It may be a world changer. I've looked into it all night. I've looked into it since then, and a lot of people say, hey, it's like all the sickness is gone if you take some Dramamine. For, so, um, for which one, the Oculus, the new Oculus? Or you no, for, just any, for any VR. If people get kind of sick with the VR, <laughs> if they take the Dramamine, it makes a huge difference. Not everybody, but I've seen a lot of people say, oh, yeah, I went from couldn't which, play for 30 minutes to I'm good for three hours. I'm See, pretty never, good at knowing when I need to stop, though. So. I never throw yeah, up. Yeah, I, I just would, get the I'd dry mouth. I just get the dry mouth and the... That, that That's kinda, where it starts for me. And then a little bit of a headache. And then, <laughs> I start sweating on my palms and my in my arms and nothing on my neck or anything. So I'm like, I know this is bad. I need to stop. <laughs> my body is freaking out right now. You're yeah. basically getting car sick, like motion yeah. sickness. Ryan stayed on there for quite a while one night with me. And then yeah, he had a little didn't bit bother of me too there. much. Yeah, well, afterward, yeah, but during during it, it wasn't too bad, though. Yeah, it was when yeah. you took the headset off, went and sat down, then you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I was on there mm-hmm. a little long. Yep. Uh, all right, guys, Freebie Farm. We started it, we rolled the footage, and then we started talking about other stuff. I'm sorry. It. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Uh, you guys heard me say in the beginning, not tonight. And, uh, you know, I saw Clint's face when I said it, because I said it so perfect. He was like, well, we're not ready. And then... I got him good, so that's what I was trying to do. Boy, um, he, he has a lot of uh, you know, thoughts in his head that just aren't true. Go ahead. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, anyways, Not Tonight is a game that's free on the list, and that's the actual whole name of the game, Not Tonight. Um, this game is free on, let me double-check, The Humble Choice, okay? Okay, with, and, with, a, with a name like that, we need to guess what is this game about. Okay, you won't, but la- let's do it. I like it. Okay, okay. Yeah, what is not tonight about? Okay. Um, I imagine it's a simulation game where you roll up in bed by your wife at night. Not um, tonight, babe. Not yep. tonight, babe. <laughs> it's not that. That's what I thought, too. Or <laughs> a delirious dad walks in on the kid smoking the wild woodweed with the friend Ooh. upstairs. Ooh. Not tonight. Says not tonight. Mm-hmm. Maybe tomorrow when your mom's gone. I get it. <laughs> 
Um, no. Any more guesses? Mm. It's a horror game. I'm going to say it's a... Uh, uh, the name kind of makes me think of, like, uh, Overcooked. Something like that, you know, like a Not Tonight kind of fun group game. No? Nope. No. What is it? I told you, you guys would never guess what this is. It, it is a simulation strategy general uh, virtual career game. So you are in a role of a specific career, that career being a nightclub bouncer. Yep. Uh, okay. Yep. And so you're that guy who said, hey, not tonight. You know, so, you got to get out of here. So We're you're the this. guy at the strip club in GTA that yes. uh, throws my character out. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, this is, says this is person of European heritage, which is a very weird way to describe <laughs> this. But person of European heritage, number one twelve. Welcome to relocation block B. So this is like a futuristic, a virtual. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, your new home says your uh, designated role is bouncer. Work hard, stay out of trouble, and we might let you stay in the UK. That's the entire description of the nice. game. Okay. Uh, it's Sounds got like where the U.S. is headed. It's got yeah, <laughs> it's got decent uh, rating, seventy-one on the Metacritic, uh, and then the user score is six point eight. So for a game described that way, I expected it to just be like not even a polished turd, just a turd. So usually I don't include stuff under seventy-five on my highlight reel, mm-hmm. but the name and the uniqueness of the game bumped it up to the freebie highlight reel. Okay. I'm digging you. Okay. Uh, let's see. Next list. We didn't have anything, just so you guys know, on the free for everyone list. Nothing that was worth mentioning. It just okay. was a horrible list. Um, there is a game that's going to be here as of the 7th, which is when you guys are listening, called Crying Sons. It's an epic game store game. Um, decent ratings. It's a strategy game. Um, so if you guys want to get that, it's a true free one. If you guys uh, like to hit those downloads on Epic Store and stuff like that before they go away. Um, but the next one on the list here is going to be called Disney Frostpunk Console Edition. Have either of you guys heard of Frostpunk? Mm-hmm. Okay, Frostpunk is a uh, action-adventure survival game in a contemporary frozen world. People develop steam-powered technology to oppose the overwhelming cold. Okay. Society is its current form. Uh, society in its current form becomes ineffective, and it has to change in order to survive. Hmm. That's your full description. Some of these games just surprise me with these descriptions they put on here, because sometimes we're talking like three, four paragraph descriptions on games that look like they're nothing, mm-hmm. and then some of these games that look decent will have like almost no description. So uh, they, this one intrigued me because you know I like into the time apocalypse style games. I like uh, survival games and it's an 87 on the meta score, which is wow. really high and really a seven. High. Yeah. And a 7.9 on the user score, which is also super high on the user side. So if you're into games like that, I know there's not a ton of description for you, but you might check it out. And this is on the, um, this is on the uh, PlayStation now. So if you have PlayStation now, Frostpunk console edition, and it is uh, free starting today to be announced. So you're good to go on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one, which I think we might have talked about before, but I'm not 100%. This is also PlayStation Now. It's called Wreckfest. 
I think we mentioned it maybe a few months ago. Um, Wreckfest has got a meta, meta score of 82, user score of 7.0. It's a racing uh, arcade card game, obviously. Um, break the rules and take full contact racing to the limit with Wreckfest. Expect epic crashes, neck-to-neck fights over the finish line, uh, and brand new ways for metal to bend. Uh, each, I think when we talked about this before, this is before it became free, but it was a game we came across. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of different dynamics to how the wrecks happen. The, what's kind of unique about the game is they don't happen the same every time. Mm-hmm. The way people spin out and the way the impact affects your driving and different things like that is pretty varied, and that's what makes this game funner uh, than most other games like it, from, from what I remember. Um, next on the list here, there's obviously some we know that I'm not going to talk about, but I'm going to mention them because they're good games on PlayStation Now, and that is Final Fantasy 15, okay. Dead, Dead Cells, and uh, Hitman 2. Dead Cells and Hitman 2 are only free uh, to the end of February, and Final Fantasy is good all the way to the end of, uh, or to the, sorry, Dead Cells and Hitman are good to the end of January, and Final Fantasy is good till the end of February. So, if you haven't got Hitman two yet, you need to go ahead and check it out. That's definitely a fun game. Same thing, Dead Cells is a highly rated game, and if you're a Final Fantasy fan, you can't be free. So, get on there and get you some. Um, Shadow of Tomb Raider is on PlayStation Plus. That's literally one of the only, of the three games that are on PlayStation Plus. It's okay. PlayStation Plus is really weak on this month. Uh, Prime Gaming actually had one that made the list. This is the first time in like eight months that Prime Gaming had one that made the list. This game is called Wizard of Legend. Wizard of Legend has a really good score, 79, um, and then a 7.9 on the user score. It's a role-playing action RPG. It says it's fast-paced 2D dungeon crawler. That says enough for you. Okay, everybody knows what a what a dungeon crawler is. This is a game that's got a good rating from users and Metascore, and right now it's free if you have Prime. If you guys don't know what Prime is, that means you have Amazon Prime, which okay. also gives you, um, you know, the downloads for this stuff. Yeah, we've talked about Nintendo, that before. Nintendo, but with better graphics. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. I like it. And and it's supposed to be a pretty long game. So okay. if you're into those dungeon crawler kind of games, this is a pretty long game with a lot of variation, and or, you know it's free right now if if you're already playing, paying for your prime. So and it's not very often, guys. I'm telling you, maybe twice in a year that one of these prime games actually made the list to mention. So it's a special moment. Yeah. Um, Stadia, you know, we've been talking about it. It's been stepping up all the time. Um, Stadia has a couple that made the list tonight too. One's called El Hijo, or Hijo. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, a Wild West Tale, which is interesting because you got El Hijo, which is kind of Hispanic sounding. Then you've got A Wild West Tale, which is Western sounding. And then when you actually look at the graphics of the game, it's very Pokemon mm. in a way. I mean, it's not, it's maybe it's kind of got a Hispanic look to it, but it's also got that. I don't know. You some of the modern cartoons you guys would know if you saw it. It's got that look to it. Very, very two D, but kind of you know, 
the big eyes and a certain vibe to the kind of graphics and, and stuff like that on there. Uh, looks very bright, very vivid in the coloring. No, um, no user scores at all yet. So taking a chance on this one. Um, it says, "L." I'm going to say hi, Joe. Let's go with it. You know, um, or we could say hi ho, but then you'd say, you know, yeah, because that would be like jalapeno, right? But then why is there an, why is there an H at the beginning? I don't know. I just so, said the, hi, Joe. the twelve dwarves, you know. Yeah. It says it's a exciting uh, spaghetti western. I've never heard that term before. They threw it in here like it's normal and everybody knows. You didn't know, <laughs> what, know a what a spaghetti western is? I don't watch, know what that is. If you watch a Clint Eastwood western, mm-hmm. especially like his original ones, uh, that would yeah. be considered like a spaghetti western. Okay. Why? Give me um, a reason. I think, um, I think there's some kind of Italian... Um, Thumbprint on it. I don't know the way. It. Maybe the art of it, like the way they shoot it. Maybe the shooting style of it. Okay, so that has to do with what I'm talking about on here too, having a certain style to it, kind of like mm-hmm. that. Okay, it's a stealth game okay. in which you guide a six-year-old boy on his quest to find his mother. I watched the video on it. it looks unique. Looks interesting. Um, you know, what's weird is there there are some reviews on it from customers or from you know users. But um, it has to have so many reviews before it gets a rating. So if you scroll down to its actual reviews down below, it's got a 60, a 70, a 70, 72, 80, and an 85, and a 90. So I would say it's probably around like a 75. You're right going to hear what a Spaghetti Western actually is. Yes. Spaghetti Western is a movie about the American Old West that was made cheaply in Europe, typically ah. by an Italian producer or director. Hmm. So it's like their non-American take on American mm-hmm. Western history. That's so, interesting. So, so I wasn't completely off then by the Italian oh. touch. Yes, but you were off by the old the filming by being like an old an old Clint Eastwood would not fit that. No, yeah, one one of his movies is called a Spaghetti Western. Oh, really? Yeah, one of his the one where he's got the cigar and the poncho. Yeah, it's cheesy. Right yeah. Oh, okay, I got what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this has that vibe to it, I guess. Yeah. So, interesting, unique game, uh, and that's on uh, Stadia. Then, of course, you've got uh, F one twenty twenty. You've got uh, Hotline Miami. How about, how about just F twenty twenty? What'd you say? So, how about just F twenty twenty? And then you got uh, Hotline Miami and Figment. I think I highlighted Figment here. Yeah, I did. Figment is a 77 Metascore and a 7.0 user rating. It's an action slash general. Figment is an action-adventure game that invites you to explore a unique, surreal universe filled with music, humor, multi-layered narrative. Join Dusty and his ever-optimistic friend, Piper, on an adventure through the different sides of the mind, seeking to restore courage that's been lost. Love it. Love the idea behind it. So it kind of like made me in my mind say, uh, it's like we're talking about like inside out. You know, you're yeah. kind of going to dive into into the world of the mind and it's kind of got um, a vibe of like imagination type stuff. That's why it's called Figment, right? It has, has some pencil bridges on it. That's pretty Oh, nice. Yeah, you're playing the video there. Yeah. Uh-huh. So if you're watching the live feed, guys, you can see the video and you can see they did a great job kind of going, hey, we're going to make something that 
doesn't even have to be anything like reality because it's about kind of your dream world, right? Your imagination world inside your head. Um, and it's cool. I like the art style on it. I like the graphics on it. It's a unique little game and it's got a uh, decent rating. So uh, we're, we're, we're kind of consistently seeing Stadia, you know, each month putting in more games that look worth playing. Mm-hmm. Now, what would have been cool is what if, what if Stadia had come out with like this controller technology that would have given them some kind of a, yeah, they some kind of a jump. They needed something like that. That would have helped tremendously. Yeah. Yeah, because right now, you know, they lost a lot of their steam in the beginning, and I don't really know that it's picked up. Yeah. Even though their games are getting better, you don't hear anything about them anymore. It's hard, hard um, to tell. Yeah. Sometimes with that stuff. Okay, next on the list, guys, we got Xbox Game Pass. One you can't skip. If you haven't played it, it's fun. Definitely with some friends among us. Oh, yeah. If you've heard, if you've heard of the game Among Us and you don't have any idea what it is, I'm going to give you a quick rundown on it. Um, because I think there are dads out there that have heard of it. They've heard their kids playing it. What is this Among Us game? It's just a new fad. It's a fun game, dads. Mm-hmm. It is a game like a murder mystery. You've got missions to do, like little assignments that move you around this map, and then there's a killer. The killer wipes somebody out or multiple people. When people find the body, they call it out. You stop and then discuss why you think it is, who you think it is, and you vote them off. You may be voting out a comrade. You may be voting out the enemy. It's, so it's all kind of a deception-based game based on how sneaky you are and how good you are at lying. So very fun adult game, too, not just a kid game. Um, so it's free if you have Xbox Game Pass right now. Check it out. I think Among Us has become cross-platform as of last week or two weeks ago um, because they were going to be releasing it to the Switch, and it was supposed to become cross-platform. Okay. So, well, was it, it, already, it already was. It's just adding before, the switch. Yeah, That's I was right. going to say before that, I thought you could do all of them. Yeah, you could because the people from the phone play with PC and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Okay, so Among Us, you got a couple different ones that are honorable mentions. The Dark Picture Anthology, Man of Medan, uh, MotoGP20, mm-hmm. uh, The Elder Scrolls Skyrim Special Edition is on there right now on the Xbox um Game Pass. Then you've got Greedfall. That's one I pulled a highlight on here. Greedfall is a 78 Metacritic and a um, 7.9 user rating. It's a role-play action RPG. There's never a shortage of these games lately. They're obviously a a really popular genre. Um, Explore uncharted new lands as you set foot on a remote island, uh, seeping with magic and filled with riches, lost secrets, and fantastic creatures. What, what, Forge was this, this, what was the name? Sorry. This one's called uh, Greedfall. And it says, uh, Forge, Forge this new world's destiny as you befriend or betray companions and entire factions with diplomacy, deception, and force. Hmm. Pretty interesting sounding game. Uh, the graphics on it look pretty good, too. Um, you're just seeing so much more artistic-type stuff coming out in games this last few years. And you're also seeing a lot of these, what we would consider kind of used to lower-end games, would never have any real time put into the graphics. And now, because it's so much easier to do, you're seeing good, unique graphics come into these games 
that normally you wouldn't, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that's a unique game. And, you know, you can see uh, Clint, if you're watching the live deal, he's playing the preview for it. Obviously, most of that's not gameplay, but it's not uh, low-end graphics either. It's a decent-looking game. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's got a unique style to it. There's some mm-hmm. gameplay. I don't have a bad at all. Really, mm-hmm. a French style to it, really. Well, the vibe I'm getting from it. Like a French era. The creatures look sweet, though. Mm-hmm. They really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so sad. this is supposed to be this is supposed to be a pretty in depth game that varies greatly depending on who you betray and who you befriend and kind of your choices that you make. Not all role play games really do have that many variations. Uh, this one, by the user reviews, say it's it's very varied in the sense of the choices you make can really change the path of the game and the way it plays out. Gotcha. Well, trailer looks really cool. Okay, we got some other ones here. Super Shot. We're not going to talk about that one, but that one's worth checking out if you've got your Xbox Game, Pla- Game Pass. Uh, Yuka, Yuka Lele and the Impossible Lair. We've talked about that one before. Cell uh, of the Sea, or Call of the Sea, sorry. And I think I had one more on here. Monster Sanctuary. It's kind of an arcadey game. Um, and then Starbound. Starbound, I've got on a highlight here for you guys. It is a uh, 81 on the Metascore and a 7.3 for the user rating. And it's kind of a high user rating in the sense of usually the more uh, user ratings you get on these, the lower the score goes if it's not a very good game. Um, This has 400 ratings and it's still 7.3. So it's a pretty solid, trustworthy rating usually. It's a fantasy action-adventure sandbox game. Uh, In Starbound, you take the role of a character who just uh, fled from their home planet only to crash land on another. Uh, From there, you'll embark on a quest to survive, discover, explore, and fight your way across the infinite universe. It's definitely an old-style, you know, side-scrolling game. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're watching the live stream, Clint's got it pulled up on there for you. So it kind of takes the idea from, like, um, um, uh, No uh, No Man's Sky, except in 2D, sort of. Yes, and and if you're if you're seeing the game and you say, well, it's not really that that the graphics are unique. Yeah, it is. If you compare this, the artwork in this, even though it's a side scroller game, is very different than a normal side scrolling game. Even though they left it very blocky and kind of sixteen bit style, it's kind of more textures, more shading, more of this kind of stuff that we didn't used to see in any of these kind of games. And so that's they're kind of even in that's what I'm saying. No matter what kind of game is coming out nowadays, you see these kind of people really pushing their own creativity, visual creativity on it. Yeah, yeah. and I like seeing that because it adds variance to the to the game. And even these side scroller games have done better with the sound effects, better with the music, um, and all these kind of things that kind of just make those games a little bit more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, but if you're into those kind of games, this one is a pretty in depth one. It's a long game, and um, and it's free right now if you have Xbox Game Pass. Okay. So let's see. I didn't have anything else on the highlight, but I do have some that we want to hit, and that would be on the coming soon list for Xbox Game Pass. You've got Injustice 2. That's coming. If you're listening, it's out now. So that's coming on the 7th. Um, 
That's Xbox One and PC, depending on what you're running the Game Pass on. Uh, the Little Acre is coming on the seventh, so that'll be out right now if you're listening to the to the uh, release of the podcast. And then you've also got what remains of Edith Finch. It's a good game. Um, yeah. Yes, storyteller game. Yeah, we talked yeah. about that one before. That one's a bunch of little short story horror game, right? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And so that one's got great reviews, 89 on the Metascore. Um, I forget what the uh, user score, I think it was real high. Yeah, 653 reviews in an 8.4. That's about like all the way up there when it comes to the mm-hmm. Metacritic scores. Um, and it's got a bunch of short stories, basically, that you're playing through with different uh, members of each story, if I understand right. Yeah. It's not, it's, I wouldn't, I don't it's kind of got a thrilling aspect to it, but it's not really horror. Okay. More it's like just suspense. Got, it's suspenseful. And okay. Yeah, just, it's an unfolding story of what happened to Edith Finch's family, basically. Yeah, I guess it doesn't call it horror. I'm not sure. Oh, I thought horror because it describes it as uh, about a cursed family mm-hmm. in Washington State. But that doesn't necessarily mean it falls into the horror genre. You're right. Because mm-hmm. uh, it says over here, Adventure 3D First Person. Yeah, no horror. It's, really cool. it's a really cool game. If you like story games, you should play through it. Okay. Cool, cool. Well, that's my last one. Um, so just don't eat the toes of Edith Finch. Don't do it. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what I was going to say. So Clint yep. stole the words right out of my mouth. Or the toes. Today. Yep. Yeah, or the toes. <laughs> oh, thank you, Ryan, for that, uh, that good list of games oh, to yeah. watch out for this month. Um, but you know, I'm still going to be playing Overwatch, so I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I don't, I don't want to quit Overwatch at all. I'm having fun with Overwatch, but I do have an itch to play a little Warzone mixed in. Me Same too. I, I think, Warzone. I think the, I think the th- good thing about Overwatch is it's your six man go to. If you got six people wanting to play, switch to mm-hmm. Overwatch. If you only got four, right. go Warzone. Right. I think, I think right. Justin Rowdy like playing uh, Overwatch because they get a break from Warzone. Right. <laughs> so, for right. sure. But uh, enough of our gameplay routine, guys. Hey, if you like today's podcast and you want to watch more, go over to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. You can find us all over the place. Subscribe and share to your friends. Get it out there. Let people know who we are. If podcasts exist there, we exist there. Yeah, That's right. The more you support us, the more we can support you. What do I mean by that? The more we have your support the more we're free to create content. That's yeah. right. The specific entertain liking. Yeah. That's right. mm-hmm. We can do more. We can take away more time from work life and, you know, hook you up. So mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. of that. Oh, think I of that. Or hundred thousand a year guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> there goes Hunter panhandling out there with the, you know, over there with of the course, since, since we're talking about support, we always want to mention, we do have a Patreon. You can jump on there. Yep. And donate. Um, you can donate one time or you can donate monthly, whatever you guys would prefer. We love the support. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, check us out. Uh, you know, uh, occasionally check out the YouTube video. We're going to be trying to get together more this year and pumping out some, some YouTube videos. Um, last year's pandemic situation kind of put everybody mm-hmm. on standstill. But we are going to try to get together and do some actual videos where we're all in the same room or outside or whatever we got to do. So, right. Um, we've been itching for that. Um, 
So we got we got we got things planned. We just gotta find the time to execute and get them out to you. Mm. Anyway, guys. With that said, stay delirious, stay dadding, and stay gaming. This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.